One fine uh, morning at about 5 a.m., I got a call from our agent. The agent said, good news, we can release the cargo and you can export it and it's going to cost $25,000. Hello and welcome to Supply Chain Stories. I'm your host, Nathan Cunningham. We're speaking today with Kirk Hoffman, a 26-year veteran in procurement supply chain and logistics. His story is a little crazy. He was in a foreign country trying to get customs released into Houston, and uh, we're going to do a little bit of trouble. So we're going to talk about his pressure and some of the ethical challenges he faced, and we'll go from there. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Precision Analytics Co. Do you ever wish your supply chain data was a little bit more intelligent? Well, now you can. Get PhD-level data scientists at your fingertips for half the cost of a full-time employee. Visit www.precisionanalyticsco.com. Mention this podcast and get 20% off your first month's service. When entering a new country, it's important to do everything legally, and there's major consequences for paying bribes. A little over 10 years ago, Kirk Hoffman was a logistics manager for an offshore oil and gas company. He ran into some trouble getting cargo exported from Asia into the U.S. Listen to how he typically likes to remain compliant. When I go into new countries, and I've done a lot of new country entries, uh, the, the first thing I try to do is is uh, speak to the agent about what I don't want to know how things are done. I want to know how things are legally done and correctly done. And then uh, I go and visit with customs. If they will visit with meet with me, I'll go and meet with the local customs officials and introduce myself and say, here's here's what we're doing. And my agent has briefed me on how to do this correctly. Uh, and we're here to tell you that we're we're here to to uh, comply with the law. And if you find that we're you know we've made a mistake, I can assure you it's a it's a it's a it's actually a mistake and not a uh, uh, an attempt to go around the system or or an attempt to avoid uh, prosecution. It's it's an honest mistake. It kind of became a running joke in our conversation with Kirk about going to jail. But uh, uh, but it's a serious problem. We talked about FCPA, or the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. It was a law passed in 1977 to curb corruption. What, uh, what are the consequences of not following that law? I, I wasn't going to jail. <laughs> and there's plenty, there's plenty of examples of, of uh, the U.S. coming down very, very hard on FCPA violations. And there's not only corporate uh, uh, ramifications, but there's personal liabilities, including jail time involved. And I'm just not into that. The problem was, in this particular project, Kirk came in the middle and wasn't able to establish that relationship with customs. And so he had a shipment stuck for a few weeks and couldn't get it released. This next clip you've heard a shortened version of it at the very beginning. But they could not convince uh, customs to uh, release this cargo and let us pick it up and send it to the port. And um, 
uh, one fine uh, morning at about 5 a.m., uh, I got a call from our agent to keep to keep from waking my wife up. I took the call in our closet. The agent said, good news, good news. We can release the cargo uh, and you can export it and it's going to cost uh, $25,000. I said, you know, after that pause, I said, you know, I can't do that. I'm not going to jail for exporting this, this piece of cargo. It can sit there till kingdom come uh, until we can get the proper fees paid and the proper currency and properly export this thing. Um, and I repeated, I'm not going to jail for my company. So naturally, I had to give Kirk a hard time about this. So I gave him some scenarios that he couldn't possibly pass up. Uh, like a hundred bucks. If he was like, "Give me a hundred bucks, I'll release the shipment." No. Well, I don't. I, first of all, I wouldn't pay for it out of my own pocket because I'm too, <laughs> I'm too cheesy for that. And and uh, second of all, you know that means I have to go through the company um, the company uh, finance department to to send a hundred bucks. Um, I, I I don't want to sound holier than thou, but but. Um, you know, I, I, I... Our recording got a little cut off, but Kirk basically said, no, not going to happen. And, you know, frankly, $25,000 at that time uh, for an offshore company was chump change. Uh, it, it wasn't the price. It wasn't the money involved. It was uh, why we were paying that money, which was the big problem. How did this get resolved? Or did it get yeah. resolved? Well, I got I got another call from my agent, and he said, "Good news, uh, the cargo has been released." Just like that. Just just released. No 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 funds. No no request for funds. The the paperwork was signed and stamped. No money's owed. Cargo's released, and the the, the agent was released, arranging the truck to take it to the seaport. And he said, "Well, that cargo was sitting in there in the customs yard." for however many weeks, three, four, five weeks, and uh, they, they finally figured out that there wasn't going to be any monies exchanged, and so they needed room for somebody else's cargo in the yard, so they moved our, our cargo out. So presumably, they gave up trying to collect money from us, and they found some other sucker, uh, not, not related to our operation, who potentially um, they would ask for some monies to uh, expedite a release. So basically they, they, uh, they gave up on us and, and tried it with somebody else. Was there anything, any lessons learned through this experience uh, or, or any advice you would give to anybody that may be going through a similar situation? Uh, you know, Make sure, make sure you're doing your job right. Make sure that uh, that you have filed the right paperwork, that you followed the, the proper steps uh, per per the host country, uh, per the laws of that of that country. Make sure you've done everything right. Mm-hmm.